Hello, this is Abby. Dear Abby, this is gonna be a long one. Oh boy. Dear Abby, how do you tell the difference between a new exciting crush and a rebound? Does it matter? Dear Abby. Dear Abby. Dear Abby. Welcome to our little corner of the internet. This is the Dear Abby podcast. I hope you stay and hang out with us. See you in a sec. Welcome back to today's episode of the Dear Abby podcast. I hope everyone has had a beautiful week. Um, not Probably not as good as my week because I was in the beautiful, big, juicy apple, New York City. I will get into that later. Well, in just in a couple of minutes, I guess. But I hope everyone had a great week because I know I did. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not going to brag about going to New York the whole time. I hope today is a good day. I hope you all have fun things planned for this weekend because we're only two days away. Thursday is actually probably one of my favorite days of the week in a weird way because we're so freaking close to the weekend. And it hasn't gone any less exciting to be close to the weekend as an adult. It's actually become more ex no I want to say more exciting if I'm thinking back to when I was a kid or even in high school the weekend was just freedom it was just freedom fun chaos cartoons all day Saturday instead of for 20 minutes after school when the cartoons were good for another hour and then they were bad and stupid and then it was like weird late night shows that I wasn't allowed to watch but Saturdays Saturday was for cartoons and Disney Channel. I grew up with two parents that were both teachers. So, and we had six kids. There was not a lot of extra money for us. Therefore, my parents did not pay for any extra channels other than what was available on like a normal TV. So I grew up on PBS Kids and we'd get home in time for some of my favorite, but a lot of my favorites were during school and I wasn't really obviously allowed to watch and couldn't watch because I would be at school. But I remember I'd watch a lot of Arthur, a lot of Word Girl. Um, and then what was the other one? Like, no, we would only get Dragon Tales on Saturday. There was really only a couple I think we'd get home in time for if my mom remembered to pick me up from school. Just kidding. I'm kidding, mom. She'd pick us up. She'd pick us up on time almost every day. Every once in a while, she would sometimes forget. It's okay. She had six kids. Um, but it was fine. We were literally five seconds away from the school anyways. We probably could have walked home every single day because there's also a bunch of kids that walked home. This was, it's not as, I guess it wasn't as scary back then or if it was, people didn't know how scary it was. Anyways, <clears throat> all of us are fine. You know, we made it home and to school every single day. But moral of the story, I didn't have a lot of good cartoons except for on Saturdays. So it was just a good day. I'm excited for this weekend. I don't have anything planned, but I've been so tired since I've gone back from New York that I just really have plans to watch movies and finish up the season of Love Island because I haven't finished it yet. It did get spoiled for me, which it's my fault for not keeping up with it, but I am watching it with my boyfriend Keaton. And so it's kind of annoying because we have to hang out and then watch it when I would have been caught up a long time ago if I was watching it by myself. Today we have 
I, I realize every episode I don't ever share what we're talking about specifically. And I think that is something I will do every single episode from now on. It'll be a lot more. This is what we're doing and I'll share it with you so you guys know what to expect. Um, I want it to be very cohesive. Everything I'm still in the works of that, but I feel like I have a good I have a good like I have a hang of how to do this now. And the only thing I'm not good at yet is like posting and graphics and stuff like that because I don't have the money to pay for someone to do it for me or for me to do it yet. But I will be trying to sell my wedding ring um, that my ex-husband got me for money, obviously. And then I do want to use some of that money. Hopefully, hopefully we don't find out that it's a fake diamond or anything. That would honestly be iconic. I'm weirdly hoping that it is because that would just be funny. I don't think it is, though. So I want to sell it so I can have money to, A, probably put some more money into my savings would be the smartest thing to do. But also, I do want to buy an iPad and then I will get better at, I don't know, just more graphics and just I want to have fun with this. When I first started, I was so stressed about everything. I feel like the further I get in recovery, the the, the more relaxed I feel about it and like the less uptight I feel about every tiny thing, but actually the more organized I am, which is very interesting how that works. So here's what we got today. Okay, we are first going to talk about my trip to New York City, a quick recap on that, some of my favorite moments, some of my least favorite moments, and just overall how it was. Uh, so I'm excited to, to talk about that. Okay, then I wanted to talk about why there is never a reason to cheat because I hear that saying all the time by probably people who have cheated or something and this is just in regards to a relationship or a marriage or boyfriend girlfriend whatever someone who cheats on you and they say well you know there's a reason that people cheat I 100% disagree with that and I will share with you why and trust me I'm very understanding about it but just that's what I wanted to talk about because I'm sick of hearing people say that as if that's like justifying or an excuse or something. So if you want to hear my thoughts about that, keep listening. And then we're doing a Dear Abby question. I don't know what the question is yet. I didn't read it. I don't think we have any, we didn't have any voicemail ones today. I, I understand why people don't want to voicemail. So I've now changed it to you can just text the number. Um, the number is below in the description. Yeah, you can text or you can call and leave a voicemail. Again, it's just any kind of advice or questions. It can really be anything that's like lighthearted or it can be kind of heavier or serious, whatever, whatever you want to ask. So we'll do one of those. And then we're just doing a fun little game at the end. I like to do games at the end because it keeps things fun, lighthearted, fresh. And when I have guests on, which I want to soon. I just feel like it'll just be fun. I just like playing games. If I had a YouTube channel, I would probably just do what BTS Run does and just play really wholesome, fun, funny games with my whole family. Like if I were to, my dream job would be me and all my family members live close together, okay? And we have a YouTube channel. And in that YouTube channel, we just make, we play very wholesome, funny games, and people just watch and we just have fun with each other and laugh a lot. That would be the dream. Unfortunately, that is not how life works, but maybe one day I can do one video or something with all my family members. I just love, I just love my siblings and I want to hang out with them more. So it sucks when you get old. It's, 
Yeah, I don't. I won't even get into that. We can get into that another episode. How sad it is when you have siblings and then you just like one day don't live with them, and you're just like, huh? I grew up with you guys every single day. Now I'm just like I don't see you every day. It's so weird. Okay. New York, New York. It was the trip of my life because I got to do it with my sister and my mom, and. <laughs> me and Chelsea flew there together. Um, JC and Leif were on the same flight as us, but we we all flew there. We didn't really see them the whole time except for when I went to one of their shows, but we were kind of all just doing our own things. But me and Chelsea flew there. My mom was flying from Arizona, so she arrived like 30 minutes after us. So we arrived at JFK and it's like 11 p.m. We're tired. We've been traveling all day. I think we had already gotten our baggage. Anyways, we were waiting for her because she had checked her carry-on. So we were waiting at the baggage claim for her. And again, it's late at night. We're tired. Everyone in the airport is tired. They're all just like, let's just get back to where, you know, our hotel or wherever. The vibes are low, okay? But I'm excited because I'm in New York, but I'm also tired. And, and flying just kind of stresses me out. Not actually the airport. I kind of like the airport, but I just don't like being stuck on a plane for that long. I can normally, I can sit with the discomfort, but it's still uncomfortable. So she's walking up to us. We see her come through the door. She's walking up to us and she has like the biggest grin on her face. And she puts two hands up like this, like peace signs. And she goes, New York, baby. And like yells it. And we're like, mom, keep it down. She just was excited. And me and Chelsea both just are dying laughing. We're like, honestly, it made the trip that she was. I like to play things off as like, uh, yeah, whatever. I'm trying to be a little bit more open about, I don't know, just like express things more and not be so unimpressed by things. Um, it's probably just a defense mechanism. But so I just try to play things off. But my mom doesn't. She's very like wears her heart on her sleeve. She's so excited. She's talking to everyone about New York and talking to the Uber drivers and asking them questions. And um, I think it's so weird because when you're young, or I don't know if it's just me, but I see this a lot with my friends and like, I guess not friends, just acquaintances and stuff. But you just don't want to act excited for things because I feel like maybe I was excited for things and then I've just been shamed into not being as excited because it's annoying or dramatic or like everyone does this relax. But my mom kind of reinstilled this excitement, I guess. And it was just funny. So we get to the hotel and it's pretty late. It's like probably 12 by the time we get there. We check in. The concierge guy or the guy that helps us with our luggage he was taking us to a room with our luggage he was carrying it for us and he was like do you guys want to go up to the the top like the roof and he's like it's a little bit cold but like I can show you if you want because he remembered Chelsea because Chelsea's been there before and he helped them a lot with like because they had case and stuff like that so he's like do you guys want to go to the roof and just see the skyline and my mom were like yes that would be amazing so he took us up and we're staying in Brooklyn. So we're just across. So you can see like Manhattan, like the skyline. You can see literally everything. So we get to the roof and it's a 360 roof. So you can walk all the way around. And it was such a beautiful welcoming into New York. 
I almost cried. My mom, I think, shed a tear because we've never been there before. And it's such an iconic place. It's like it just has so much history. Yeah, it was just amazing. It was beautiful. It was night out. The moon was bright. You could see the Statue of Liberty. You could see the full skyline. Then we just went back down to our room and we were just hyped. Couldn't go to bed. And my mom definitely couldn't go to bed. I had to share a bed with her. So that was kind of annoying. But I, you would think that as a 20 something, how old am I? 25 year old, I would have more energy than my mom, who's what, 30 years older than me. How old is she? Okay. She's maybe only 25 years older than me or something, but she was like an energizer bunny in the morning, especially, which to be honest, was kind of annoying at first, but I got used to it every single morning. You guys, she would wake up just so excited, so full of energy, like, okay, let's get up. Let's keep going. She'd wake up and she'd like move things around really loudly. She probably didn't do this on purpose. I'm kind of just clowning her, but she'd like move things around like loud. So we'd kind of, me and Chelsea would wake up and get moving. And so we could go see the sights. Um, We pretty much saw everything, you know, we didn't go see the Statue of Liberty, but we saw it from our hotel. So, you know, it's just going to look bigger. I'm going to get up close, but we could see it pretty clearly. Just a lot of walking, a lot of good food. We didn't really go to too many restaurants, honestly. We kind of just ate. I don't know. We didn't really do good in terms of finding really yummy places that were like iconic to eat at. We ate at a couple like good pizza places and stuff like that. But other than that, we went to the memorials. We went to, we were by the Brooklyn Bridge. Um, We went to... Oh, you guys, we went to a Broadway show. We saw Some Like It Hot. That It was such a cute musical. I love, loved it. They had, I, I've been really into jazz music lately. So it, the, a lot of the music was jazz, like tap dancing and just, it was, it was amazing. We, <laughs> I don't, I've never been to a Broadway show on Broadway. I've seen like Wicked um, when they're traveling, but I've never been to an actual Broadway show. And When we were sitting in our seats, it gives me so much anxiety to be in those places. I don't know why, but like the the decor, everything just looks like it just scares me. I don't know why. Anyways, I was really anxious. I was like, oh, I shouldn't even come to this. Like this is like not even going to be like I'm just going to be anxious the whole time. The seats are like hockey seats. So you're so high up and we didn't get expensive tickets. We got the cheapest there was. So we were looking down basically. And when the lights went off and then the music started, like the live, uh, um, orchestra chills just just chills down my spine I literally started crying not like sobbing but a couple tears did fall and it's just I was so in shock at how talented these people were with wow 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 I could literally talk about a million different things but the, there's a guy that was tap dancing playing the cello playing the saxophone like dancing like ballroom dancing singing acting like it's crazy what those people can do it was very very inspiring and it was just a beautiful moment to share with my sister and my mom my mom's never been to one I don't know if Chelsea has maybe she has I don't remember but yeah we were in love there's so many funny moments too in the in the musical I want to go back and see Phantom one day that is on the bucket list because my family loves that movie phantom of the opera we love that musical i feel like there's so many things that i would want to share maybe i can talk about it a little bit more next time as well but i want to keep it shorter because i could spend the whole episode talking about everything it was just overall great experience made me proud to be 
you know, in this country. It made me excited to keep on the grind, you know, but also it made me feel like taking a step back and just not taking everything so seriously and so heavy. Shout out to Chelsea and my mom, but especially Chelsea. Shout out to Chelsea for the, um, for paying pretty much for everything for me and my mom for keeping the energy high. It was a very fun trip and I'm super grateful that I was able to go. I will hold that very near and dear to my heart. This is the topic. This is the main topic that I wanted to talk about today. Okay. We hear the term or the sentence. I hear it all the time in podcasts. I see it online, whatever. And people say, you know, people always have a reason to cheat. Like there's a reason that they cheated. They were, you know, whatever it is. And these are my thoughts on that. There is never a reason to cheat. Okay. There is a reason to maybe feel unloved. There's a reason that you want to leave your relationship. There's a reason you don't feel like you want to be intimate with your partner. There's a reason you should speak to them about going to therapy. You know, there's a reason you have an urge to find love somewhere else. There's a reason you have an urge to, you know, emotionally connect with someone else around you. That's not your spouse or your significant other or whatever. But that's a reason to seek help in a relationship. There's a reason to, there's always a reason why you don't feel loved or why you don't want to keep staying in this relationship, why you need something else, why you need some kind of change to happen. That's 100% valid. Like, of course, if you're getting, I don't know, if you're not getting what you need from a relationship, it's normal to start to have your mind wander, be like, oh, well, what if? That's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying there's never a reason to cheat, okay? There's a reason to do, again, like I just said, all of those things, but to actually cheat, there's a disconnect there. It's very frustrating to hear people say like, well, you know, they probably just weren't getting enough for men. A lot of the time it's like they weren't getting enough sex or something. But when people say like, but when people use that, when men or women or whoever use that as an excuse, like that's why they cheated, I think that is just such a cop out. That's a good reason that you should maybe seek therapy with your spouse or that's a good reason you should maybe have a really difficult conversation saying, look, I'm really thinking about looking elsewhere to get validation, to get love, to get to feel like I'm validated, to feel like I'm special because I'm getting none of that from you to have a serious conversation about what needs are not being met in the relationship. Um your if you have changed or your perspective on relationships have changed you know that's a reason that you could feel I don't know disconnected wh whatever it is there's just a billion different things you can do before betraying someone's trust like I'm this is obviously something that's very personal to me and I've experienced this and so I just feel like Truly, there's nothing that has shaken me more than being truly betrayed like that. And and I believe that there is a reason that he was in pain. There's a reason that he felt unloved. There's a reason he felt like he needed validation from someone else. But 
there was never a reason to cheat. And I think that has been very helpful to really start to separate and understand because it's not my responsibility. If, if someone's not getting what they need from their relationship, or I guess one, if you are someone that's struggling in your relationship, please just tell your spouse or talk to a therapist or something. Don't just like sit and ruminate about it and then keep acting on these thoughts. Or if there's someone that you're like a coworker that you're flirting with or something, just stop and, and tell your spouse and try to work on it with them. Be very open. It's going to be very uncomfortable, but just tell them like everything, you know, unfortunately I'm a little bit too, I used to be a little bit too, not too understanding, but too, um, people pleasing, I guess, in the way where like, yeah, I know when people cheat, they're probably in pain. So I have sympathy for them. And, and I actually do still, and I did for my ex-husband, but there was a point where I did have to separate, like there was a reason that he was in pain and that might not even have had to do anything with me. And if it was, that's not my responsibility to try to figure it out. That's their responsibility to talk to you about it, to bring it up, to say, hey, this is how I'm feeling. You, you, like, I feel this way because you've done A, B, and C, or you constantly do A, B, and C, or whatever. Just have that difficult conversation. It will not be fun. It will not be fun. It will not be comfortable. It will not feel good. But it is the right thing to do if you value, if you value connection and trust which is kind of the, just the most basic of human instincts that you would want is connection and trust. You know, people can't force each other to do stuff. You don't can't choose things for other people. So trust really is all we have with each other. So when that's broken, uh, it's very damaging. Uh, so if you are someone that is in a difficult position in a relationship and you have those types of thoughts, please, like, you don't have to act on those thoughts. A, that those thoughts don't even mean what you think they mean if you're thinking about cheating or talking to other people or getting validation somewhere else. Um, you assign the meaning to the thoughts that come into your head. In terms of being the receiver of, uh, not the receiver, in terms of you're the one that someone cheated on or if you've been cheated on before, then you know the pain obviously that that brings and also it's not your fault that someone cheated on you it will never that part of it is never going to be your fault if you've been cheated on it does not matter what you have done it is not your fault that someone cheated on you okay what may be your fault is if you hurt their feelings what may be your fault is if maybe you didn't give them the intention that they needed but did they express that to you probably not even if they did People just, you need to, they needed to have a conversation with you first to end things. They obviously needed to either break it off, separate, do something before they ever, ever acted on any thoughts that they had about cheating on you, about get, gaining a connection to someone else. So to all my girls and guys out there who have been cheated on, again, to reiterate, it is never your fault. You are not responsible for their actions in that way. You're not even responsible for how they felt. However, when you're in a relationship and you're working on love, connection, support, 
Love is about, at least for me, what I believe is about growth, support, uplifting one another, helping each other learn to love, uh, learn how to practice loving someone and communicating connection. So you, you may believe that you have some sort of responsibility or some sort of desire to help that person feel loved, help that person feel supported, feel special. And maybe you failed at that, honestly. I think I failed a lot of ways in my last marriage that now I'm so grateful that I've matured in different areas. I never would have unless he either had told me or he left and I just had to learn by, I don't even know, by the grace of God, honestly, I've learned things. It's never your responsibility for them cheating. There's always a line that has to be drawn and that's on 100% on them. They should not have done that. And that's not okay. And that's not an excuse. But I do think for me, it was really helpful to acknowledge the things that I could have been better at. And even then moving into my relationship now with Kean, um, I see how that comes up now where it's like, oh my gosh, well, what if I'm not physical enough with him? Then he'll cheat on me. Uh, that's my fault. Like I need to always make sure he's physically taken care of. And I, it becomes like this hyper responsibility to make sure that he's loved enough where he doesn't cheat as if that's my responsibility, which it is not. So I have to remind myself constantly, like I also have boundaries though. I also have limits and he also has a brain and he also has consciousness and can also choose. And if he's ever feeling unloved or feeling like his needs are not being met, then he has to voice that to me. I cannot figure that out by myself. So that's my rant on that because I hate seeing people say there's always a reason why people cheat. No, there's not a reason why people cheat. There's a reason why people are in pain. There's a reason why there's temptation there. But to actually go from that to cheating, there's not a reason to do that. That part doesn't make sense. That part doesn't have to be like that. I hope that, you know, is helpful to someone. I hope someone needed to hear that. Um, on either end, honestly, because as much as I hate to admit that, I, I feel that for those who have cheated or who have crossed that line, I, 100% I would have rather been cheated on than to cheat because that's a scary line to have crossed. Um, I don't believe that anyone is hopeless because we have Jesus. And I do believe that slowly coming to know forgiveness and that you are still very loved, even if you've made those kind, kinds of mistakes. Um, it's hard to come back from emotionally, I'm sure, but like you still have people who are rooting for you, even if you've made that type of mistake. And I'm rooting for you because I don't think that even when someone does that, that we, you know, cast stones at them. I think that that's when people need help and it's not helpful to shove people in a corner and say, well, you know, you're this. So you always have to be that because then that'll just, then that's a higher possibility that they're going to hurt other people. And then those people might, you know, hurt other people. And it's just the more we can forgive and understand, not excuse, but forgive and understand. Maybe that can help them kind of soften their heart to change. But if not, then, you know, 
we can do all we can do and that's it. I hope that made sense. I wanted to be very careful about how I talked about that because I don't like the feeling of condemning someone even for doing like, even for cheating. Um, but it sucks because I've been on the receiving end of that and that was the most tragic thing I think <laughs> in my life. <laughs> for sure, that rocked me. <laughs> that rocked me to my core. So I definitely do not, I do not think that it's okay whatsoever and I never think that there is a reason to do it. So anyways, let's go into our Dear Abby segment. Okay, let's read this mamma jamma. What the crud? Um, I'd also just like, I'd also want to hear what you guys think about that. Uh, if you think other things, I'd love to hear it. I might not really respond, but, you know, if you feel like you want to voice your opinion, you can send me a DM or whatever or comment and I will read it. Probably not respond though, but... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Let me know what you think about that. I'd love to hear your guys' experiences, what you think. Um, yeah. Okay. Dear Abby, not sure if this is the type of question you're looking for, but I'm wondering what your thoughts are about going to college with a significant other. I've heard some say it ruins your experience since you won't be as plugged in to making friends. But also, what if that means breaking up with the person you were meant to be with? I'm torn. Love you in the pod. Okay, good question. Um, first and foremost, I'm a big believer that whatever's meant for you will come back for you or will somehow make it around to you again. Whether that's you acting on it, maybe you break up with the significant other and then you realize that was a mistake and you go back for him. If he doesn't take you back, then he's probably not meant for you. I think hmm, that's hard. I never went to college, but and I also didn't really have a boyfriend in high school or anything like that. I can see it from I can see it from both sides how people say it ruins your experience because you're kind of on a one track mind, you know, but then on the other end, if you really want to get married and like have a family and all that stuff and that's kind of what life you want, then I could see why it would be devastating. But here's my thing. I think you there isn't a right thing, unfortunately. There's like, oh, this is the right choice, this is the wrong choice. I think it's just there's a fork in the road and you think, okay, I, I like who I'm with or love who I'm with, but I also really think it's important to have this experience. If you've never experienced being single, I do think for a little bit it might be important um, to just, I don't know if you're excited about it, to just talk with your partner and say, hey, like I feel like we should maybe split ways and no promises that we're going to get back together or anything. Let's just act like, you know, let's move on and give ourselves some time experiences. And then, you know, we'll see what happens in the future. And then if it's meant to be, it'll, it'll be, I think. Um, so that is my advice is to kind of just have that conversation, but that's scary. And that's not to, to diminish how, sad that will be if you do have to like if you do end up breaking up and I think just give yourself compassion and grace during this decision because again there's not like a right or a wrong I think just whatever decision you come to come to it with like your heart but mostly like your soul who you are and what you truly think is best for you and I don't think that'll be the wrong choice if you just are trying to do what you think is best, that's literally all we 
anyone can do is just do our best and just choose based on what we think is going to be the best option for us. Also, I do think, though, if you're not looking to like date other people, you don't want to do that. That's just like maybe you've done that a lot. You don't want to do it again. Or you're just like, I don't really care to like date other people. You don't have to be not plugged in because you have a boyfriend. I think you guys can kind of make boundaries and also make priorities around spending time alone and spending time with friends and just kind of seeing where that takes you. So I think you can go either way, but yeah, just do what you think is best and that'll be the right choice. But yeah, I hope everything works out. I hope you have fun in college too. I've never really lived the college life, but it would be fun. I think I probably will when I'm like 30 and have kids or something, (laughs) but I won't go to college. Obviously I'll just be working and going to college on my computer probably. So the last little bit I have, okay, this is kind of, a, I'm like actually excited to do this. This is probably going to be more fun if there was two people here, but we just have one person. So I'm just going to be two people for now. Um, I have debate topics, but these are not like serious. These are like silly debate topics. And I'm just going to try to convince you guys of things that I don't actually believe. Okay. And I'm just going to try to make it up as I go. Okay, so I have a couple of these topics and I'm just going to name them off and I'm going to try to convince you that it's real and that this is why it's real. Um, I wish I had a judge or something to tell me that it's wrong or right or I had someone to debate with because that's more fun. But, you know, this is what happens when it's a solo show, unfortunately. I sh- maybe I should get a co-host, honestly. Okay, first one. Ice cream is better than cake. Okay, I also didn't read any of these. I just screenshotted them and I'm just reading them from the top and I'm going down. So I didn't think of anything. Okay, so this is all off. This is off the top of my head. Okay, ice cream is better than cake. And here's why. Because, first of all, ice cream is, can ice cream has more forms. Okay, cake has what? Cheesecake, normal cake, and then different flavors. Ice cream has a million different, different flavors and a million different forms, okay? We have gelato, we have Frosties. Um, uh, what are they called? Uh, the things where you dump, dump them upside down and it doesn't come out. Normal ice cream, there's custard, there's frozen yogurt, there's milkshakes, there's Frosties, um, and you have a million flavors on top of that and a million toppings you can put on. Cake? Okay, actually, this is why. Because cake, you don't, you can only eat like a piece of cake and you feel sick. Ice cream, you can freaking eat a whole tub and you will be fine. You will be fine for the day unless you have, you know, an intolerance to gluten or not gluten. I'm stupid. Intolerance to dairy or lactose. Sorry. Excuse me. You have your lactose. If you're lactose intolerant, then ice cream will never be better than cake. Okay, but if you're also lactose intolerant, you shouldn't be eating either, to be fair, because they both have dairy in it. So, okay. Wow, if that didn't convince you, I don't know freaking what will. Hot chocolate is better than eggnog. Okay, that one I don't even think I have to convince anyone, because if you actually think eggnog is better than hot chocolate, you're actually insane, and I don't ever want to cook with you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, but it is... Eggnog tastes like exactly what it sounds like. You know what I mean? Eggnog. That doesn't sound pretty. It doesn't sound yummy. It doesn't sound flavorful. It just sounds like egg yolks with like cream, which is pretty much what it is. Hot chocolate. 
hot chocolate. It sounds warm, fuzzy, winter vibes, winter fireplace vibes, hanging out with the family vibes, and chocolate. Nothing more comforting than chocolate. Okay? You should never put ketchup on a hot dog. And here's why. I totally agree with this one. Not really. But you should never put ketchup on a hot dog because A, ketchup is known to be the th- something that makes something incredibly uh, moist very fast. It dampens things fast, okay? Hear me out. Mustard, you put on mustard, you make sure you shake it real good. You, you put that baby on there and you're fine, okay? You put that baby on there, that, that thing's not going to dampen your bun, okay? Um, uh, you got, you got horseradish. Is that what it's called? The little pickled stuff? Oh my gosh, what is it? It's not horseradish. Relish. It's relish. You put relish on there. Uh, also, ketchup. You know, us Americans, we don't eat a lot of vegetables, okay? The number one eaten vegetable is a tomato or a potato, okay? Actually, I don't know if potato is a vegetable. I think it is. Those are the two most eaten vegetables, and that's because of French fries and ketchup, okay? We got to prove to other countries that America's not just, we don't just eat fast food all the time, that we are in shape. We take care of ourselves. Therefore, we need to put relish because it's green. We need to put mustard because it's, well, yellow's not a very healthy looking color. Uh, We need to put beets on there because that's colorful and it's healthier, Okay, we can, we have to beat the stereotype. So honestly, we shouldn't be even eating a hot dog. But that's not the question, or that's not the debate here. It's just don't put ketchup on a hot dog. But maybe we shouldn't even be eating the hot dogs anymore. Okay, you should never put pineapple on a pizza. And here's why: because it's gross. And I've only really craved that one time in my life, and that's when my OCD was at its worst. So it shows you my mind. My mind ain't right sometimes, and the times it ain't right is when I want pineapple on my pizza. Okay, macaroni and cheese should be eaten with a spoon, not a fork, because you don't want to spend the time, because if you use a fork, you will do this, and you'll waste the time, and by the time you're actually eating your mac and cheese, it'll be cold, because you'll spend all of the time, because this is what I do, is putting the little macaronis and covering them, covering each spike of the fork with it. Okay, so then by the time you're going to eat it, you're going to eat the forkful. You're only eating four macaroni noodles because there's only four pokey things on the on the fork. Okay, if you have a spoon, you're probably going to eat six or seven macaroni noodles in one bite. So everything's going to be warm. By the time you finish it, you're not going to eat cold macaroni. It's going to be warm still if you're using a spoon. So that's why you shouldn't use a fork. Duh. People should be allowed to go barefoot anywhere they want. Okay, I actually can't even do that one. That's literally the most disgusting thought. Imagine, you guys, imagine in grocery stores, people, uh, uh, imagine people freaking walking on their bare, nasty little stinky toes and their bare feet walking around the grocery store near all of our produce, all of the food. Oh, that's disgusting. I can't even I can't even fake debate that. Okay, everyone should learn to play a musical instrument because it teaches you discipline. And also what that taught me is how to lie on a practice worksheet. 
Okay, you get a worksheet every single week and you learn how to fake your mom's signature to say, hey, I practice 20 minutes every day, even though you didn't practice. Okay, but you learn how to fake things. You learn how to cheat. So, you know, if you don't actually learn the instrument, that's a helpful thing, I guess, to have in life. Santa Claus's elves should be paid minimum wage. And I feel very strongly about this one because they're elves and they probably don't have a lot of options because they're in the North Pole. And so hopefully they're getting paid minimum wage because they obviously don't have a lot of other places to work if they're in uh, the North Pole, really. Um, I also don't think it's that fun to make toys all day unless they get to also play with the toys, but maybe they don't get to play with the toys. Here's the last one. Let's do, let's switch this page. Here's the last one. Harry Potter is better than Lord of the Rings. Oh my gosh. I can't, I actually can't do that one. No, I like Harry Potter, but Lord of the Rings is literally my favorite series of all time. So that's actually sacrilegious to do that one. A corner, wow, okay. They're giving me tough ones. A corner brownie is better than the one in the middle. And hear me out. Hear me out. Because, 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 just give me a second, okay? Because this is why. Um, what's the yummiest part of um, a steak? If you grill a steak, what's the yummiest part? There's two parts, Okay coming from someone who's been vegan for a long time. So I don't know if this is true. The first part would be like the really uncooked, nasty, disgusting, but people like it, raw looking parts, okay? Yummy. But also people love a good charred piece of steak. You know, you get that burnt butter taste with the with a little bit of that fat and a little bit of an actual steak in there, you know? That's a great piece of steak. With... With the corner piece of the brownie, same thing. You get the crusty butter that's cooked, that's nice and crusted. And you get a yummy, gooey piece of the, of the corner. But you also get the, cr the crusted butter piece of the corner, um, which is yummy. And nobody wants the corner piece, so... You're uh, quirky and cool if you want the corner piece because everyone's going for the squishy middle ones. But if you like the crusted ones, you're really the special one. So you're a real individual if you do that. So if that's not a good reason, I don't know what is. That was actually more fun than I thought it would be. I actually could do a lot of those. I, I think it would be fun to have my siblings on here or Chelsea on here or something and play that game again. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you had fun. I hope you you know, feel good. I hope you feel excited about the day, excited about the weekend, but you can find me at Dear Abby underscore underscore on Instagram, TikTok, uh, my YouTube, and also on Twitch. If you wanted to ever watch my streams, I stream sometimes on Friday or Saturdays, depending just for fun to say hi. People jump on the chat. We have, we have some fun. I have a discord server. If you're interested, you can DM me on Instagram. Again, it's at Dear Abby and or dear abby underscore underscore and you can ask me what the discord server is and i can send you a link 
It's it's fun. We have a lot of people on there. I think we have about 80 something people. Dear Abby's on Spotify, Apple, YouTube. And if you guys could rate my podcast, give it a five stars, maybe write a review and like and subscribe on my YouTube. That would be amazing. I would really appreciate that. Um, yeah. Go ahead and call or text 909-817-1742 and you can submit a Dear Abby question. I would love for you guys to leave voicemails, but I understand people might be a little bit shy to use their voice. So you can text that number and ask a question and I will answer it. I'll just read it. Yeah, that's it. Hey, love you. Bye. Oh, Jin Papa, Kesole in Bakunan Saram Dur.